1: The Talksport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. So the only thing left to say is Georgie, check for dadsey. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See McDonald's.com.
0: Your favourite band's about to play a sold-out show. You got in... Over here! ...with a friend and found a spot close enough to see the set list. They're definitely playing your song. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it.
2: First of all, it's good to know where that leak came from because we were trying to work out who was the first... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, it oops. was me. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Knockout up take saves. Says again, and now what on the counter
0: attack? Forestieri. I don't believe this. Here's Hawk I do not believe what I've just seen. Troy has scored from a lesser penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not
1: scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Eyes, 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 eyes. You're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Joining us is Mark Silver from Moorwalls. How are you, Mark?
0: Doing well, thank you very much. Thank you so much for joining us, mate. Honestly, absolutely buzzing to be speaking to you. And uh, you're so busy at the moment. Um, just every time I, I'm on Facebook or Twitter, there's stuff going on everywhere. Um, just just very quickly, I'm, I'm massively interested, before we talk about the, the, the Graham Taylor um, stuff that you, you guys have done, I'm massively interested. Where does this all start from? How did you get into this? You, you know, are you some sort of like art junkie that came out of university college
2: yeah so so our um our website did tell the story but it's actually we've actually held it down now it's actually closed until september the 1st because we've got a relaunch it's actually our fourth web design since we launched which was only (laughs) back in 2019 19 Um, i saw that yeah 2019 but that's because we've just evolved as a business so much so quickly so that that would be why but yeah the the story my background is art and design i I fancied myself as an artist i used to draw when i was a kid i i don't think i was ever good enough to really kind of to take it to the next level, and uh, when I started going to art college, I decided that I'll go down the route of graphic design because I kind of found that artists are a bit difficult to make money while they're still alive. Once they're on they kind of make a fortune, so uh, that was that was back in the day, and um, so I kind of went down the graphic design route, and uh, I then fell into publishing and had a, a great great bub, uh, business for thirteen years now. That's my background is art design, and that's kind of led on to this because i can create stuff i can work in photoshop i can design stuff i can get creative in the ideas i don't sadly have the talents to actually then project that image do it on the wall and physically create it using spray cans um fortunately i've got a, a team of absolutely amazing artists and uh, the team's getting bigger and bigger all the time so
0: where do, you, where do you track these guys down from is it you know like you excuse my ignorance here but i assume you don't sort of put something on indeed or a job site and say looking for graffiti artists yeah
2: we haven't had to go to the job it just yet <laughs> we, we, um, so so I, I met Dave who's one of the guys that actually worked on the mural that uh, you, you met on one of the days I actually uh, heard about him locally to where I live in, in Harlow Essex and uh, I actually recruited him to come to my house and do some street art in my son's bedroom. We was redecorating and I thought it would be a cool concept. We just got chatting, we got on really well with each other and I was just absolutely amazed by the quality of the work, you know, just how quickly it can be turned around and I, I realised that there was a business opportunity in this. I wanted to do things being transparent, working with football clubs and uh, that was the main priority at the beginning, but doing things officially. I had a contact at, at West Ham United. This was three years later by the way, sorry, I sat on that for three years because I was just too busy with my work and everything um, and then it just got to the point where I was like, no I, I want to do something with this now and uh, I got a meeting with West Ham, really just to sit down with them and say, look, this is my idea am I crazy to think that this is a great opportunity, you're you're a business you're in football. Yeah, they were pretty much uh, on the spot, went, let's do it, Should hands, and um, then they said, you know, let's introduce you. Are you interested to work with other clubs? The answer is yes. And they said, let me introduce you to Liverpool. We're, we're not rivals with any other club because fans support one club if it does well for another club actually it helps us with getting the recognition so we got introduced to Liverpool and they had the same reaction it just went crazy so I, I knew that we had something special and our idea was to kind of launch with them two clubs the the slogan was street art in your home we launched at December 2019 we launched with Liverpool Football Club we launched with LFC TV and I think we got a million and a half views in about 24 hours wow, wow. Um, the, the, the story was that we actually a bit like DIY SOS we, we found a couple of kids that have had a bit of a hard time at school uh, kicked them out of their house and the mum out of the house for, for the night and we done crazy graffiti all over the wall street art Uh painted a couple of players on the wall we done the changing room so it looks like the changing room in there uh, we done their name tags and then Ele- uh, sorry Liverpool then contributed they done the carpet the bed game of computer all that kind wow. of stuff yes.
1: and then the kids
2: come in and, and their reaction was just like wow you know yeah. they were actually speechless to be honest and then mum was crying and, and, and then what happened was we said do you want to the artist and, and brought in uh, which was Rian Brewster who was at Liverpool at the time in disguise uh, who was one of the players that they picked on the wall he then took his mules cap off and took his mask off um, and uh, yeah he was it was a double whammy, double surprise. And um, that is our concept now. So our concept is to do that with other football clubs, not just football clubs. We're working with RFU, England Rugby. We're working with brands like Hasbro, so Transformers, My Little Pony. So we're going to be doing all of these crazy things. But within two months, we hit COVID and uh, mm-hmm. everything changed because people didn't want us in their homes and we didn't really want to go in people's homes, people being careful with their money. So it was a bit of a strange time. So rather than just sitting there waiting for everything to go over, we thought let's, let's just maybe use some of our contacts, of my contacts from my previous world and my my other business and we started getting up other licenses and um making good contacts we we were speaking to red men tv which is a a fan group of liverpool and we knew i think this is about seven eight months before they won the league but we knew liverpool were going to win it yeah we, we we liaised with them about doing something and um we literally planned it to the night that jordan henderson lifted the trophy up we were out there that night Painting that image the next morning, Henderson came down, signed the wall, gave his blessing to it. That then got the attention of BBC and uh, BBC Sport, and uh, they approached us to ask us if we'd be interested to do the opening sequence to the first match of the day. Yeah. And uh, I thought about it for about 0.1 seconds. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm 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 never going to tell them that. So I hope they don't see this. But I would have paid them to have done that job, but they paid us. Oh, um, it, it was it was absolute quality. I mean, we all grew up with match of the day. We love it and uh, to do the opening sequence was just incredible and and since then we haven't looked back it's just one after another it's relentless now and it's in a good way it's just fantastic.
1: If we uh, turn our attention to the mural you've done for Watford then how did that come about?
2: Uh, I had an introduction to Richard Johnson Legend, Watford legend. Oh, absolutely, yeah, friend, mate. Of, the, friend of this
0: podcast. Love John. The
2: podcast, right? Richard, I got introduced to him. Top guy, top guy. We we met up and we had a chat. And initially, we were just talking about how we could work together. We were looking around the club in the ground as to potentially painting some different walls, Elton John suite, some of the uh, the boxes and stuff like that. And then that was just before then we we had COVID. Then we had relegation, and we just said, let's just put things on hold. Let's just see what's going on. But then Richard, very kindly, in between that introduced me to the guys that run the Watford uh, Foundation, the Watford uh, yeah. trust yeah, yeah trust, and yeah. um we, we had a great relationship with them we spoke about how we can support them because you know we are a business but we always look to see how we can help others and help communities and obviously we wanted to grow a relationship with Watford in particular for different reasons and um we spoke to them there and said look what can we do uh we spoke about doing some workshops and stuff like that in the end their request was if we could do a, a nice tribute to Graham Taylor uh, as you walk in because he actually opened the center can't remember the year but he was actually the one that officially in the centre, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and he got great things to say about him. And I knew, I knew, well, I thought I knew quite a lot about Graham Taylor, but they educated me onto another level, and I just was become a bit obsessed with with who he was and everything that he'd done for for that club. And um, I was really excited by what we'd done. And, and Mark came in and, and done the artwork on that, which to Taylor came down and. and I've seen Kobe the pictures really yeah lovely. it yeah. was lovely to meet her and I was so impressed with her football knowledge you know I could imagine sitting next to her watching a game and uh, talking about the different positions there her <laughs> knowledge was way way beyond what I no, no, thought I know about football um, so that was a great experience and then yeah we've been liaising with the club on, on different things at the same time and with Watford Council about other projects that are going to be hopefully coming in the future and that's when we also at the same time we had a meeting with the pastor from uh, Cornerstone Church yes because uh, Mark uh, actually used to go to that church when it was a, as a youth club and okay. he was friends with Richard the pastor we just got chatting and obviously learning what we were doing and he, he told us that the wall outside there was used for an advertisement I think for EE when Watford reached the cup final the FA
0: Cup final it yeah. was yeah against yeah.
2: yeah. City wasn't it
0: it was yeah
2: um, obviously it came down pretty quickly uh, yeah. because it was an ad- it yeah. was an advert yeah. for yeah. obvious reasons <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah maybe he would have stayed up a bit longer but it was an advert at the end of the day so it, yeah. it wasn't there But it looked like a nice piece. So he was saying, you know, there's an opportunity to do something there. And we discussed about what could be there. And once once the club were involved and we informed them, they said, we'll have it. It's got to be for Graham Taylor. So we was like, yeah, let's do this. And that's where it was born, really. And I think time-wise, it's kind of gone out the window. It's a bit of a blur, but probably about nine months in the planning, maybe less. There was no plan to do it on a particular day. All we had in mind is it'd be nice to do it before the beginning of the season. So the first game back, whatever that will be, fans can come along and see it they've had a bit of a tough time the last time that Watford fans were in the ground they were smashing Liverpool weren't they so yeah. you fell into a coma and woke up you know nothing. changed that's what happened
1: mate what happened the, yeah is back in the Premier
2: League yeah. and uh, it was just like a bit of a virtual world that didn't exist um, but they're coming back fans are coming back into the ground and to see that mural we wanted to put that big smile on their faces the coincidences around that the fact that it was Graham Taylor Day which doesn't normally happen to be on the first day of the season that's it um, the fact that it was against Aston Villa a yep. club that is actually adored by as well yep. it was just it just ticked all the boxes it was just a magnificent turn of events really
1: it was now I had a unique perspective on it because my wife works for the NHS in the hospital opposite where the mural is and one day I got a text message from her and all of a sudden there's a picture of Graham Taylor there I was like wow so I shared it on social media and our social media went mental it went absolutely berserk and then as uh, as the mural progressed as well she was sending me updates and again you know it was Going mad. The guy that was painting it was using a, a cherry picker, wasn't he, to sort of get to the to the high reaches and stuff. How do you keep the um perspective and stuff as you are painting? I'm not an artist, so you know, probably a, a ridiculous question. But if you're that close up to the wall and you're doing, you know, some quite intricate stuff on there, is it sketched first and you're painting over it? Are you doing it freehand? Are you working off of a off of a, a sketch? How, how is it you're painting it?
2: But f- first of all, it's good to know where that leak came from because we were trying to work out was the first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sorry, it oops. was me. It yeah. was the NHS. Yeah, it's, it's, blame the NHS. It's your wife. It's your wife. We'll blame the NHS. We'll, we'll let it go. Yeah. But no, it was always going to get out. We could never keep it a secret. But um, it was nice how the momentum started picking up when more and more people started seeing it. And yeah, no, thanks for sharing it. We're, we're grateful because people coming down, especially talk to us. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So we, we had a, a big old scissor lift, a gigantic scissor lift to help the artists work on that wall. Also, obviously, we had a team come in and paint the wall with a, a Watford yellow, first of all so we had to get up there and in regards to how it works the process it's different for different artists it's different for different designs and styles Um, so some artists do what they call doodle grid which is just draw bizarre bizarre shapes all over the wall and then basically overlay that they take an image of the, the image that's going on there put it on their phone and they work knowing that that shape is where that curve's going to be and similar to that is also grid like when I was at school I used to learn how to draw a face by drawing the lines up and down and then you work the same principle grids drawing square by square on this particular one Mark projects the image onto the wall okay he'll kind of do the outline of it he projects the image on there so he gets the, the size the perspective and then basically kind of creates that outline of it sort of goes back the next day and then starts putting all the detail in and the touch-ups and just giving you that real photorealistic uh, image yeah on this one Uh, then Dave came down on the Thursday and started doing all the detail in terms of the background, the flag, make it look like a flag the creases in the jacket, all that kind of stuff so that's all been done by hand and and by eye, really Yeah, being that close up it's quite difficult I mean, normally they would go back and have a look at it, perspective, but they do that a few times really
1: And roughly how many hours went into that mural in terms of painting?
2: I would say we we had one full day for the painting to actually get the yellow base on it. In terms of the artwork um, Mark worked through about four hours through the night and then Dave was working on it a whole day, so about 10 to 12 hours. That's amazing. And then we came back on a Saturday pre match. Mark finished it off by stenciling on Graham's name yes. underneath his signature and then putting the quote on as well.
1: One thing I did notice as a slight inaccuracy, which I think I pointed out to Dave, was the font on the badge was uh, of a time after Graham had left the club, and then the next day <laughs> it changed. Was that something that someone had said Dave, to you it needs doing? Or?
2: Yeah, yeah. Dave said to me that some weirdo's been over there. Telling <laughs> Yes, <laughs> and, um, yeah, some nosy bugger. Yeah, dude. yeah,
0: yeah. Right, said, that's not right.
2: Thinking, we got the wrong badge. And said, you, you can't paint that on there. Yeah. Did, did you? Did you tell him? Did you tell him that actually it's about bringing Graham Taylor into the modern world with the new current? He badge, did tell me there, that actually.
1: Okay. No, he did tell me that, and I said, "Yeah, that's fine, but it's yeah. the wrong lettering." <laughs>
2: So what happened? Was, was that actually something that
1: someone pointed out? or um...
2: Yeah, no, no. Well, Dave mentioned it to me and, you know, we'd mocked up designs and everything like that. And I think it was just a bit of an oversight. So someone had mentioned it to me as well, basically asking me the question, can it be changed? I was like, yeah, it can be changed, but it depends what we're changing. And uh, what I done was I, I literally got a stencil made up that night and then we came down on Saturday and, yeah, we just painted that back in. To five minutes to do it was an easy fix. Amazing. Who actually selected the image?
0: Then was that was that you, yourself? Was that you guys?
2: I think I did. I might have had a few options given yeah. to me. By the club. I just loved that image for, for yeah. different reasons. I thought it had the smile. We we had actually I don't know if you noticed it, but we had changed the tracksuit top. So we, we kind of merged two images together. We wanted him in that classic tracksuit top, and then that, that photograph of him didn't actually have that. So we merged the two together. But that actually photograph where he's got that beautiful smile, and then he's actually looking in the direction of Vicarage Road, you know, towards the ground, it was just perfect that image. So yeah, we didn't really kind of take too long in terms of deciding what was the right one to do on that.
0: It sort of picked itself there, I think, didn't it? I do want Want to touch on a thing and stuff that that you guys are doing, and it's it's all like all over social media, even in the news. You've done a lot of stuff involving sort of Marcus Rashford, and one of the things I did see was the England stuff that you've been doing. I think there was one on a, a it's not a tower block bits like that. Have you got a, a particular favourite that you've done, you know, in your time or, or that you like the most? Is that is there one that really stands out for you? Yeah,
2: because I got asked that question the other day. We was on Give Me Sport, which is a great uh, Facebook page run by. By, um, or produced by Rocket from Soccer AM. And soccer AM, yeah. 25 million followers. So when they asked us to do it, it was like, yeah. yeah this <laughs> no brainer that, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah we, we've done a, a, a lot of Rashfords lately, obviously, and, and schools in particular. Um, But it was actually mm. the side of the building that tall one you'd seen. Um, Mark had done that one, working through the night. We've done a few Rashfords. And for Gimme Sport, we've done one of the three unfortunate penalty misses for the England. Yeah, game. Rashford soccer. You know, it was just basically, it was chosen by the fans. They put it out to the fans saying, who would you like? these guys to do a mural of and they chose that so you know i designed something that basically incorporated all three of them but in a slightly different unique way by creating them as one whole head so yeah i love the design and i love the way it was executed by josh our artist on the day and we're going to be doing regular ones with them in regards to our favorite piece every time we do a piece it's my favorite it's your favorite i think it's just absolutely beautiful but then there's other ones that i've got emotional attachments with and in that video i talked spoke about ray clements because you know we got very close with the family and actually ray was involved in it and Ray gave us the blessing to use that picture we asked what image he liked and he liked it and we got the message from Ray that you know he was just absolutely thrilled with it and Obviously, he knew he was on his way out, unfortunately, but yes. his legacy will live on. Mm. So I think emotionally that one that one got to me. And um, similar vein to that, we we done one of Ian St. John, not as big as that, but we worked with Ian, Ian's son, Ian, and uh, and his dad. And uh, Ian had been stuck at home because he was ill, and mm-hmm. um, he came out especially to sign that he'd been, he hadn't been out for a year, I don't think. And we, he was still cracking jokes. He was absolutely brilliant. And, and then, unfortunately, uh, we didn't know. We didn't really see the signs that uh, he had dementia and um, unfortunately passed away not long after that. So we was gutted about that absolutely gutted Yeah, you know we, we started to get a reputation of painting people that are on the way out which was not, not really nice really <laughs> nice. so uh, I did warn Jamie Carragher when we uh, when we done saw a painting that one of recently, yeah I saw so that one yeah going on. <laughs> 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 I mean, he, he, he took the risk and uh, he's, I'm glad to say he's alright but I've loved all of them to be honest with you they've all got different stories to tell well maybe we'll bring a book out one day telling the stories at the back
0: yeah no that'd be and cool
2: people see the artwork going up and they, they love it but there's a lot of work that goes in before during and
1: after on the game the the, the villa game um there were so many people looking at that mural from both sets of fans they were just everybody wanted their picture taken in front of it and even today i was in vicarage road two people said to me oh excuse me mate where's the mural i was like oh down there you see where that little green sign is there that's the church it's on the wall there it's made a real splash in the town and every time you sort of drive into watford now it's there and it just it just lights up vicarage road it's absolutely fantastic
2: i love the fact that villa fans were just loving it as well and uh there was one villa fan in particular that befriended us the day before while we were making it and he was absolutely brilliant and he actually brought down his, his shirt one of his retro villa shirts and uh, i took him down to the club shop and uh, i got taylor put on the back of it and then we bought one of the classic retro shirts so we could give it to fans to hold and pose in front of the wall and we got some absolutely brilliant pictures of that
1: that's absolutely fantastic
0: Uh, The first one comes from a guy called Nigel, and he says, are you Banksy?
2: Who's Banksy?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Good answer. Like that. Next, this comes from Chris Bell. Where would you most like to do a memorial and of what?
2: Really tough question. I mean, we've done lots that we would love to do. We've actually got a few coming up that I probably would have answered that question to, so we're doing them. I can't say nice. too much nice. about them. I'm looking forward to us starting to go overseas. There's potential of us going over to Atletico Bilbao, and really? uh, we've got some great contacts in Florida. Um, <laughs> I'd love to go to Florida and, and do some work over there because... The weather's great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Work all year round there, mate. Yeah.
2: I love America. So, um, yeah, I mean, something over there that's going to get a big splash. I don't know. Tough question. I'd have to think about that one.
0: Maybe uh, maybe something West Ham related outside David Beckham's new club. It goes down well, it'll make a splash.
2: one, yeah. Or maybe yeah. a West Ham one outside Millwall's ground. Outside also. Millwall, that, that would make a splash as well. <laughs> I, th- I think I'd make a splash. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what What about, I mean, um, the, the website, I noticed you can buy the, the prints. Are the guys going to be able to, in the future, be able to, to buy the, the GT one?
2: So so our website is going to be live on September the 1st. Uh, our Instagram is a great place to, to, to check out the work we're doing. So please go to at Millwalls and, and follow us going to follow um, you yep. why are you not following us already I, I, follow
0: I, we are, we're waiting, for yeah, back, we are. Actually. Yeah. we're waiting for the follow back we're waiting for the follow back I've
2: got to be careful with our follows we do follow I'll oh, follow, follow you so, uh, so uh, yeah so we actually the, the print side of things come out of Everton so we actually a group of fans done a crowdfunding and commissioned us to go and do a legends war in the centre of Liverpool which was um, Dixie Dean and Alan Ball people like that Howard Kendall it was just a, a great piece we just had loads of fans messaging going that's just incredible can, can we send us a photo or can we do a print of it so we just went alright fine let's put put a limited edition print to it and we created 50 um, we've done it with a, a fantastic charity it's, it's not a charity sorry it's a guy who's doing this ama- amazing charitable work called Kit It Out where he's basically collecting old kits and sending them out to uh, Africa and kids that don't have anything like this so it's an amazing thing and he actually set up the whole thing decided because a lot of people were moaning Everton fans going oh we never get a mule it's always Liverpool and he went we'll do something not about sure. it and um, he, he actually decided to do Himself, So we, we got it done. And then we put out the um, the prints. He's got 7,000 followers on Twitter, which is a nice for an individual, but not a huge amount. He put it out and I think we sold all of them within about 45 minutes. Wow. So wow. I was like, oh, there's something in this. So uh, we're, we're, we're about to launch a very special one with a very big club and um, we've got a few others in the pipeline so yeah we, we are uh, in the process of looking to do a special limited edition run of the Graham Taylor awesome. uh, print so yeah just watch this space yeah hopefully uh, put it out there first come first serve really
0: like that like that a lot we've got to talk about football because this is technically a, um, a podcast for, for football now it's a it's a Watford uh, it's a Watford podcast but we're open to anything on here so um, West Ham fan really good season last year and you You've started amazingly well this season. I've, I've actually been impressed. I watched the game the other night against Leicester. I think you were there actually. What are you hoping for for this season out of the out of the Amers?
2: I'm I'm a proper West Ham fan, so before the beginning of the season, I was I wrote us off the game already and just saying, <laughs> you know, if we can stay up, I'll be well happy. But you know, we haven't really kind of done anything in the transfer window, and you know, we've got Europe because we were just so fantastic last season. I was so you were impressed. brilliant, yeah, you were David brilliant. Done an absolutely brilliant job, and I love the that he's turned fans that were against him I guess at the beginning um, into a real positive because
0: that that could have gone the other way couldn't it at one point that could have gone the other way with David Moyes
2: yeah I mean he he got brought in to keep us up and everyone hated that saying that he's going to take us down and he did he kept us up with a very weak squad Um, there was a lot of disharmony in there and he he kept us up but they didn't give him the job and they gave the job to Pellegrini who, who ruined the transfer budget in the club for a couple of years and you know he came back and uh fair play to him for giving it another chance and again with the fans not really on his side so he's turned it around I think he's done absolutely fantastic now everyone's got his, his back really I mean football fans are fickle so it's only a couple mm. of results and goes the other way but I, I'm a big fan a big fan of his. I think he's doing amazing things. So, in terms of hopes, I, I think that we're going to struggle to maintain form on the basis that our squad is not so big. You know, with Europe as well. But I'd love to be proved wrong. Yeah, exciting times for West Ham. It wasn't that long ago where I think Watford done the double over us. I think it's the first season in the London Stadium, and uh, it was a horrible atmosphere. I, I also, also think do, uh, David
1: Moyes' first game was at Vicarage Road, and we won that. I think it, right was, yeah,
0: but, it was. Yeah, well,
2: it was. I remember speaking to a Watford fan coming out the ground, and he was just like a bit smug about it, saying that, you know, we've got you in a few weeks' time at our ground and we'll smash you and you know, I think you did. So football football changes so quickly. It wasn't that long ago, I keep using this example. It was it was West Ham's last season at uh, Upton Park and Slaven Bilic was the manager there Dimitri Pyatt who was the best player in the world yeah. at that time. It was was just smashing it And um, West Ham beat Liverpool We never beat Liverpool And we beat Liverpool three times We beat them in the cup Beat them in the league Home and away So we beat Brendan Rodgers As manager twice And then Jürgen Klopp When he came in once as well You know, we were a better team We had a better squad And then fast forward Two, three years later They were the best club In the world, Liverpool so, it's crazy, it's isn't it? Crazy. Crazy. So, like I said, Watford were in a, a bit of a bad position getting relegated the other season and now they're back there and they can build on that again. And uh, I, I was at the game um, against Villa and I was very impressed. You should have come I to the game haven't...
0: at Brighton. You wouldn't have been. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You can't be a all but that's, that's the thing, you know. Watford, uh, they're not going to have it easy, but I think that they've got some decent players there. Sars, a hell of a player, he yeah. Is, mate
0: yeah. yeah he, <laughs> tore, he tore that uh tag at their right back or left back, yeah. He uh, I think he nearly ended his career I, I that day, I
2: walked off. yeah. I would have gone, <laughs> <I would've laughs> gone, I would have, I would have thrown
0: injury, yeah. I'd have thrown myself on the floor, just get me off.
2: Second half, he was a bit more quiet because they put Ashley Young on him, who'd done a bit of a better job, but um, you know, then that kind of opened up other spaces, didn't it, really, mm. yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's it's uh, yeah, I've th- I th- Fancy Watford to uh, do reasonably well. Hi, this is Nigel Gibbs and you're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast it's
0: incredible what you've done and, and and what your guys do you know all the artists there i think um you know so and it's the stuff that you're doing uh, you know not the stuff that with the greatest respect that you know people that are paying for that that's fantastic but the stuff where you're really going out and putting yourself in the communities that, out there where that where it's really needed that stuff like this i think it's um it's honestly it's a, it's a really really awesome thing that you've got there and honestly i'm not wearing a baseball cap but if i was i would uh i'd doff it mate because awesome stuff really is
2: thank you very much no i appreciate it and. Uh... You know, for me, there is a lot of hard work that goes into it. Like I said, on each thing, but it's it's down to our artists. That's that's why we've made such a great name for ourselves because they're so talented and they're great people as well. We only work with really good people, and we produce great things. And we're gonna, as I said, everyone gets better. So yeah. uh, we've got well's your oyster, hard mate. Task I, yeah, weld your oyster. I've to make a better one than, than Graham Taylor, haven't we? It's um, we've definitely set the bar. I
1: was gonna say, I drive down Vicarage Road. I don't know four, five, ten times a week, and it's just now going past that, it just catches the eye every time you go down. And it's just oh yeah go cool. yeah we got that now fantastic so it's just lovely to have it really is it's, it's and a lot of people a lot of people have said this is brilliant we love it I've, no one said a bad word against it everyone thinks it's amazing so it's brightened up Vicarage Road I think uh,
2: fantastic and uh, yeah, a, we're the, grateful that fans have taken
0: to it yeah. yeah there's a couple of subways that could do with uh, a little uh, touch of genius you <laughs> just saying around Watford watch
2: this space <laughs>
0: <Hooray>! fantastic <laughs> top man Mark that's vandalism that one <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> it's just It'll be me doing
2: it. Yeah, yeah, on, yeah I'm not
1: artistic at all. Dreadful, so yeah.
2: Thanks for inviting me on the show,
1: mate. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on. Excellent. Thank you very much.
2: Take care. Good luck to Watford
1: uh, and West Ham. Set with we're playing you, of course.
0: What's that? Mark said he's going to invite us to his box. Is that
1: what he said to his box? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, I'm in the cheap seats, aren't I? Seats. <laughs> I'll get you a pie and a pint. There we go. Oh, mate, lovely,
0: done deal, Absolutely. done deal,
1: mate. Mark, you're a legend. Thank you very much. Absolutely fantastic.
2: Take care, guys. All the best. Top, man. Thank Cheers. man.
0: Cheers,